one song only. Mm. What's up? Oh yeah, what is up? Yo yo, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Ham and Eggers podcast. My name is Frank. I'm with my buddy Phil. What's up? And uh, basically, we got tired of talking to ourselves about sports, basically football, and uh, we figured maybe let's let some people people listen. Hell yeah. Might not like it, but uh, hey, we're just here to have some fun. <laughs> so basically, what you got here is I am a big Buffalo Bills fan, and my man next to me, Phil, is a big... Oh yeah, Baltimore Ravens fan, buddy. Yeah, so I, I really loved him week uh, 17. <laughs> and I loved Andy Dalton a little bit more, but that's Soft no big subject. deal. Soft subject. <laughs> So basically here what we're going to talk about, obviously it's our first podcast, um, going to do a little season recap for both teams, then get into a couple segments that we got going here. Uh, we're not a big fact-checking podcast, we're kind of just here to be biased fans. Um, <laughs> we think we're the best GMs in the entire world, obviously. Well, so we are, we are. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> we are. That's a good point. Um, but for this segment, since it's a season recap, I am going to hit some uh, numbers here. I think Phil is as well. Yeah, yeah, we got some numbers today. Um, and just before we get started, I want all y'all to understand, we are in a diner. This is the Ham and Eggers podcast. Oh, yeah. So all of our segments are going to be centered around you know food and yeah. uh, orders and specials and things you find in a Different diner. Different kinds of sauces, you know. Oh, sauce it up. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll start? Yeah, yeah, you can start. All right. I'm going to start with the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, first and foremost, ending the 17-year playoff drought. Come on now. How amazing is that? I didn't think I was going to see it in my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Basically did. No, it was nice. I actually got to sit down with my dad, longtime Bills fan, watch it with him. And uh, it was a good time. Uh, We finished second in AFC East. Obviously, behind the goddamn fucking Patriots. And uh, we had a 9-7 record. Thankfully, like I said, our friend Andy Dalton, the redhead. Uh, helped us get into the playoffs. Six and two at home. Only two losses were the Saints and Patriots, and I'm okay with that. Three and five away, not the best, and three and three in our division. So let me start off by talking about our offensive ranks. Like I said, we normally won't do stuff like this. You know, when it's during the season, it's going to be a lot broader. Uh, but for this podcast, we're going to get a little more in depth. So offensive ranks: we are 22nd in points, scoring 18.9 a game. 29th in yards. 302.6 a game. 31st in pass yards. That's only one team behind us, by the way. That's hideous. Hideous. 176.6 and 6 in rushing yards. 126.1. Obviously led by the one and only Shady McCoy. Wow. Which is going to get me into my likes for the offense. i got three things that I really did like this season. Obviously, I think every Bills fan will agree with Sean McCoy. Yet again, had another season for us. Uh, a little over 1,100 yards, six touchdowns while rushing. About 450 in the air with two touchdowns. And he also started off the year slow, right? Yeah, he didn't get his first touchdown until week five, I think it was. Wow. Something like that. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. It was against, I want to say, the Bucks. He's so good. Yeah. So he ended up having a good year. Um, another thing that I did like about the offense this year was Deion Dawkins, left tackle rookie. That we actually we moved up to get. We went up and got him. And uh, at least I believe so. 100, not 100%. Anyway, I think Again, he did good. We don't fact check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he did good, man. You know, Cordy Glenn, which is our stud left tackle that we're playing, paying, uh, was hurt I'm all playing. season. 
yeah, <laughs> was hurt all season. And, you know, he played a couple games in the beginning, and then we threw this kid in. And he did pretty good, man. He got he got uh, ranked 41st um, for top left tackles in 2017. I mean, as a rookie, that's pretty decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't argue that. And last but certainly not least, I think every single Bills fan for the past, I don't know, how long was this guy on the team? Four years? Five years? Can be happy about this. Steven Housh Money Hauschka. Thank God we do not have Dan Carpenter kicking extra points and field goals for us anymore. He did have great hair, though. Carpenter had amazing hair. I don't know. Hauschka's got, Hauschka's got a, a He's got nice a little flow? He's got a nice mop. <laughs> I got to check that out. Uh, but <laughs> just, a, just a little stat. Hauschka did not miss an extra point, which Carpenter missed five last year. And he only missed four field goals, and Carpenter missed six. Wow. A lot better. A lot uh, better. I, I don't know how uh, having a bad kicker feels, you know. Yeah. Justin Tucker. This dude's, is just, this dude's blessed with the best uh, kicker of all time, yeah, probably. Basically. <laughs> um, and just because I have likes means I have dislikes as well. And this one is a big one. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, it's not Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I think our my biggest dislike from the season was our rushing attack. Our second rushing attack. Not Tyrod, uh, excuse me, LaShawn McCoy. Who the hell was running the ball when he was not on the field? Who was doing good for us? Well, our second leading rusher was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. How bad is that? Yeah, that's a problem. Dude had four hundred, about 427 yards and four touchdowns. You really don't want to see that your second leading rusher is your quarterback, but whatever, you get through it. However, what I didn't like the most was our, I guess you would say, our two and three on the depth chart. Tolbert. Yeah. Your backups? Yeah. Hideous. Tolbert. Cadet, granted, Cadet only played about nine games a season. They only combined for 340 yards and one touchdown. Goodness. That one touchdown is the same amount that Kyle Williams had, our defensive tackle. How hideous is that? That's bad. That's hideous. Yeah, granted, granted, Cadet, I mean, he's an older guy. He started a little later, but whatever. And he had that gruesome, gruesome leg injury against also, the Patriots. Tol- isn't Tolbert like 420 pounds, too? I don't know how he's running the ball still. I don't know how. He is know. Uganda. He's huge. huge. Oh, man. He also doesn't like to hold on to the football. Yeah, he he runs, stopped but... in a couple diners. <laughs> he stopped in a couple diners before this. So, yep, that is my offensive recap and just a little, little um, did you know for you. We had a lot of people that we put on injured reserve off the offense this year. Let me see what I got here. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven. Uh, you know, Jordan Matthews, who was in and out all year. Cordy Glenn, like I said, played the first couple games, put him on injured reserve. Deion Dawkins stepped up, though, which I like. Cadet, gruesome leg injury against the Patriots. And uh, Andre Holmes, who kind of – he looked like he was going to be our number one after two, three weeks. And then I think he fell off the face of the earth. I think he went missing. Yeah, because, see Because he's gone. Yeah. He was gonzo. Haven't seen him. Haven't seen him. And then just some other little nitpick injuries, which I think hurt us a lot. Charles Clay, which one of the biggest ones. Um, he missed like four four or five games uh, when he got hurt against the Bengals, Zay Jones, and Calvin Benjamin. Before I get into defense, Philly Phil, what do you got for me, Ben? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go over the offensive uh, ranks and my likes and dislikes about uh, the Ravens' offense. Again, we usually don't fact check, but I do have a couple numbers here just to give the recap going. So we did have a 9-7 overall record, 5-3 at home, and and 4-4 on the road. <clears throat> with the uh, three, oh, we were three and three in the division. Uh, as as a Ravens fan, we we expect higher standards mm-hmm. than these Buffalo Bill fans. <laughs> so nine and seven is mediocre to us. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't happy with any of these numbers, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, 
If <laughs> our losses, we lost to the Steelers twice. Um, we also lost. We went to London this year, first time. Mm-hmm. We faced uh, the Jaguars, got, got smacked. Smoked. I don't even think we showed up. Smoked. And then we also lost to the Titans, the Vikings, uh, both on the road, which were both playoff teams, mm-hmm. and also the Bengals at home, which was that Week Seventeen uh, disaster. Probably the, definitely go into uh, detail I mean, with that as well. Easily the biggest loss of the season. And, and our wins weren't that impressive too when it comes to the Bengals home opener. Um, Browns twice, nope. which is our division. Um, Dolphins, Texans, Lions, Colts, no playoff teams. And yep. then also we faced the Packers and the Raiders, both without Carr and without Rodgers. So Rogers, yeah. our, our wins weren't that impressive. But uh, our, our offensive ranks, we were able to put up a solid amount of points. We, uh, we were ninth in scoring when it came to 24.7 points a game. Um, we, were, uh, we were 27th in the league when it came to yards. We had 305.4 total yards, passing yards at 189.4, which is 29th in the league. And then rushing, we were 11th in the league as well. I'll tell you Um, what, though, for your rushing, for having almost no one on the roster, Alex Collins is a beast. That dude showed the fuck up. That's actually, right right going into likes, that's, that's one of our likes that we did like. Joe Flacco might have not had the greatest year on our killed. offense in general, but our rushing attack looked uh, very good. It was very steady. Alex Collins, just a couple numbers, 212 attempts, 973 rushing yards, 4.6 per carry, and six touchdowns. Mind, mind you, he didn't even start till week four against yeah. the Steelers, so he would have easily had over 1,100 yards. Um, and our backup, and our backup uh, Buck Allen, uh, he had 153 attempts, so he was seeing the ball a lot with uh, close to 600 rushing yards, four yards a carry, and four touchdowns. So they all found the end zone. That's not that's just rushing. He also scored a couple of receiving touchdowns as well. Now um, our our rushing attack in our backfield was has always been good. Now I know we talk about this a lot, Phil. Do you think Alex Collins is the best running back you've had since Ray Rice? I don't know. For Forsett had a pretty good year for us. Again, this is just one year. I want to yeah. see someone come of course. with steady. If he comes back the next two, three years yes. and does this again. Yes, I want to see steady production because yeah. Justin Forsett also had a Pro Bowl year that he rushed for 1,300 rushing yards. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, good point. In 2014, but oh, then he point. got cut the next year. So yeah. I really want to see where that goes. And I could see us going for a running back in the second, third round. Of the draft this year, anyway, we love piles. Running uh, backs are deep. We deep love piling them up. Um, another like that I liked our offensive line was all over the place. But one guy that was steady was uh, Ronnie Stanley, uh, our left tackle. Um, we drafted him two years ago out of uh, Notre Dame. He was just steady. Played all sixteen games. Sorry, fifteen. He uh, didn't start one of them, but uh, he was just steady. Protected Joe Flacco's back. He didn't get injured. Which was big, mm-hmm. um, and then another like, which of course is is he basically is, is our number one weapon, which <laughs> is a problem. Yeah. I love him to death, but when your kicker is your number one weapon, that's a that's problem. not good. That's that's an issue, and uh, it's Justin Tucker. Uh, made thirty four out of thirty seven field goals. The only three he missed were. Three field goals that were over sixty yards because they were about to go yeah. into halftime. Yeah. So they just seconds wanted left it. On the yeah, clock, seconds kick yeah, it. Exactly. So he was basically perfect when it came to field goals. Did not miss an extra point. Ninety-two percent uh, conversion rate, and he hit two at fifty-seven yards last year. Didn't miss a field goal after week eight. Um, 
Yeah, you can't, he's you just, can't he's, just he's, he's just amazing. <laughs> How many? I I, I want to look it up. How many Pro Bowls has he made in a row? What he didn't even I I don't believe he even made last year's. It's it's a shame. It's hideous. But That's hey, hideous. I don't I don't care about Pro Bowls. I care more about All Pros, which of he makes year course. after year. Of course. Um. Of course, there was a lot more dislikes when it came to this teams and uh when it came to this team and our number one, of course, was just having absolutely no weapons Mm-mm. at all. Joe, everyone hates Joe Flacco, and there's a bunch of a Raven Ravens fans fan. that I know that. Can't stand Joe Flacco, and I still question it. Uh, I, I go, that guy just won you a Super Bowl yeah. close to five years ago, and they, six they, years ago. and They want to test the free agency. And yeah, and uh, I, Joe Flacco is your, your savior. Yeah. If we didn't have Joe Flacco, we're not 9-7. and seven. <laughs> we're, we're, close, we're closer to probably 6-10. and ten. What was, How about the season that he, what, blew his ACL? Uh, yeah, tore his ACL. We still ended up being, I, I believe, 8-8. Eight and eight. That was around week 13 yeah. he tore his ACL, but... But no weapons. We just couldn't stay healthy. Mike Wallace dropped three to four balls a game. I, again, we don't fact check. I don't have the exact numbers, but I remember week four, uh, week seventeen against the uh, the Bengals. He dropped at least four. And uh, Macklin, Macklin couldn't stay healthy the whole year. It was just, it's just not a good sight. Um, we never had a consistent number one, and. We we downgraded. Yeah, we got Macklin out of uh, free agency last year, but we lost Steve Smith, who is yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. When when you're banking, and then when you're banking as your number one number one weapon to be a 37 year old tight end in in Watson with 61 <laughs> catches, you're you're not going to go far, especially uh, in this league. Yeah. Um. Another another thing is we couldn't finish drives. I didn't like that. We 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 just relied on Tucker too much. You knew he would get and you the points, and you just settled. Yeah, we, yeah. We'll take a lead. We'll take a six three lead or whatever it is. Uh, twelve twelve uh twelve nine lead, whatever it is. But the game ends up being too close at the end when we could yeah. just pull away with these drives that we couldn't convert a third and two. I'd, I'd rather convert. yeah, I'd rather see you take a shot exactly and uh, rely on Justin Tucker when you need him at the end of the game. Yes. Yes, you know we, I mean? we relied on him too much. Instead of yeah, instead of losing the game three <clears throat> by three points, let him kick those three points at the end. Exactly. Um, another another dislike was the offensive line. Of course, injuries are going to happen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't steady, and you could you could tell. I, I'm still impressed of what our rushing attack did do. Yeah. But imagine if we had a healthy offensive line, we would have just been much more in sync. Would have been much more smoother. But hey, injuries do happen, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, again, I do love Joe Flacco. I am a Ravens fan. That is a big Joe Flacco fan. But a quarterback. one of the dislikes was our quarterback play. Of course, it could be better. He went 18 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's not that great. Only 5.7 per per attempt. Mm-hmm. He got sacked 27 times. Of course, that's not his fault. That's more of the line. But he could get away, uh, throw away the uh, football, find other ways to get back to the line of scrimmage or fight for those extra yards. A lot of it too. But one good thing out of it, he completed 64%, which is pretty decent, especially for a team that can't catch the ball. Exactly. You know what I mean? And we did a lot of we did a lot of dink and dunk star running back to yeah. receiving. So that's why the yards per attempt so isn't well. isn't yeah. is isn't as high as we want. Yeah. But again, a couple of the injuries, Alex Lewis our offensive tackle done for the year, Marshall Yonda our guard done for the year. Um 
uh, Elamenor, I believe that's how you say his name. Another guard, done for the year. Uh, Nico Saragusa, guard, done for the year. Mm -hmm. They were all put on IR. Danny Woodhead, he was supposed to come and catch close to 50 balls balls last year. He missed eight uh, eight games. Jeremy Macklin missed four in and out. Um, so there was just a bunch of injuries on the offensive side that yeah. we couldn't stay steady. So that that that's our offensive recap for the Baltimore Ravens. There, not not a pretty sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, it came back to bite you guys in the ass. Yeah, yeah. You know? We shouldn't have even worried about Week 17, but no. hey, you learn from it. This is where you learn from it. Hopefully, we'll or else better. the Ravens are good at that as an organization. I feel. I yeah, feel like they're good at, especially when it comes to the draft, best player available, and let's make them fit. We got Ozzie Newsome, baby. We got him for one more year, and then we got Eric DaCosta on deck. This is beautiful. <laughs> All right, let me go into the Bills defense, which I was actually very pleased with this year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been one of the better defenses we've had in the, the past The numbers year. don't show it, but... Yes, the I agree. Numbers don't show it, numbers but don't show it because we went through that stretch where it was three games in a row. We let up almost an uh, average of like 45 points. I think it was the Chargers, Saints, and that Thursday Night Football Jets game. But uh, defensive ranks I got here for you real quick. 18th in points allowed, 22.4 a game. Uh, 26 in yards allowed, 355.1. 20th in pass yards, 230.5, and 29th in rush yards, 124.6. We were getting dominated in the run game this year. We had nobody to stop the run. I mean, granted, we traded away Marcel Darius, but uh, we had nobody to stop the run. However, I'm going to go into my likes real quick. And the, the biggest like that I had are all new additions to the team this year. And that is... Um, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White, and you know what? Matt Milano. I, I saw a lot of good things on him. Combined, these guys had 15 interceptions, two fumbles, and 296 tackles. I mean, that's not bad at all. Love White, though. Love, Love White. Love White. I think he got snubbed for Rookie of the Year. but eh, Lattimore had a year. He had a good year. I can't argue that. But, yeah, these four are great, man. I mean, and I'm going to get into it later in the podcast, but we just signed another veteran corner. Really going to compliment White. Well, um, I'm telling you, watch out for these guys. They're, they're going to be good next year. Um, you do have to come to Baltimore, yeah. so we could notch off one loss. It's an easy win. Easy oh, it's win. Gonna, um, oh, it's going to be a blowout. They're going to be close. Another thing that I liked about the offense, Preston Brown, man. Dude kind of came out of nowhere. Led the NFL in tackles this year, 144. Unfortunately, it's looking like he is going to go play for the Patriots next year. Because why don't the Patriots take someone from us every year and make them a fucking stud? <laughs> Chris, I mean, Hogan. Chris Hogan, Stephen Gilmore, uh, Mike Gilsley had three Gilsley. touchdowns the first game. <laughs> so it, good. It's ridiculous. I, I my don't, favorite I don't is Hogan. Uh, uh, that's my favorite guy. one. Hey, hometown hero. He's from Jersey like us. I love that. Um, lax bro, too. He's a lax he bro. He's a lax bro. Monmouth University, right? Woohoo! <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to bring this guy back, it looks like. Uh, he wants to play for Buffalo. But he's also been said that he uh, can make the Patriots' defense better. He said that, so looks like we're going to end up facing him fucking twice a year. Great. Um, and let's see here. Obviously, dislikes, I kind of hit on it, was our line, our defensive line. One, we couldn't stop the run, and two, we couldn't get to the quarterback. We had 27 sacks this season. Wow. That's it, 27 sacks. That's terrible. I mean, obviously, we traded away probably our biggest D. De- lineman marcel darius but you know we were gonna we were paying him a lot and i don't mind that trade 
Again, Lars uh, was lost and healthy this whole year? He played up to week... Oh, man. I can't even tell you what week it was, but he, he, he ended up going on his reserve. Gotcha. But, you know, the Bills are open to trading him, which I don't know if I love. Young dude. He was a fir- former first-rounder. That's a good point. Young dude, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I think give him another shot. What does it hurt to give him another shot? You know what He's I mean? still on his rookie contract. I think he has one more year, right? Yeah. So why not? Give him one more shot, see what he does. Give him a prove-it year. Yeah. It, you could cut. Co- Compare it to like baseball, how but, their contract year they play for their contract. We year. also basically Joe Flacco did it, won a Super Bowl his yeah, contract year. We gotta, but I think what we have to do is we gotta go sign somebody. We gotta get someone to compliment him if he's the only person we have. Well, that's something you guys will definitely talk about when it comes to needs. Yeah. Um. So that's a little recap of our defense. I liked our defense, man. Like Phil said, the numbers don't show it, but we played good. I mean, we went to Atlanta and we shut down Matt Ryan. Um, Denver, we shut them down. You know, Miami couldn't do anything. It was this last game. I think we had three interceptions. Um, even the Patriots, man, we were right there. We were right there, especially going to New England. Poyer had the pick six. Uh, bullshit call on Calvin Benjamin's touchdown. We would have been up going in the half. But, hey, what can you do? Yeah, it's all over with now. I, but I like these guys. Milano, I think I wish he wasn't hurt for the playoff game. Um, I think if he's in coverage on that fourth and goal, well, maybe we're looking at a different story. But that's all what ifs. But I do like these guys. I like the two rookies, White, Milano, Hyde, Porter, obviously. They were actually, I think, the first in NFL history. Two safeties have five-plus interceptions. Um, so yeah, your safety play was very good. Yeah. Safety play was very good. So that's, a, that's good, man. I mean, there's not a lot of bad things I could say about this defense. I mean, granted, we got shit on in the run game, and the Saints and Chargers took it to us. Um, even the Jets. <laughs> Chargers yeah. game. That was a hilarious one. Yeah, uh, that was hideous. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh, man. And even the Jets on Thursday Night Football took it to us. But all in all, I'm happy with this defense. Um, I think they played a hell of a year. I think we need to fill a couple holes here and there, which our head coach McDermott and our GM Bean, uh, they got something up their sleeve. And we're, he's a defensive-minded coach, yeah, right? He's, yeah, he's he can't, yeah, uh, defense coordinator Carolina yeah. Panthers. I think yeah, we're going to be okay. Um I think, like I said, a couple holes to fill and maybe a couple things on the offense and stop relying on the defense so much and watch out for this Bills defense. Um, real quick, obviously, like I said, Shaq Lawson, injured reserve this year. I, can't, I don't have off the top of my head how many games he played. Um, and then another big one, EJ Gaines, a cornerback. He's a free agent this year, but with him in the lineup, we were something around 7-2, uh, and two, and without him, we were like 2-5. and five. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? But like I said, we just signed Vontae Davis, so who knows where we go with this guy. Um, I'd like to see him uh, bring both back. But we'll see. Hey, you can never have enough corners, right? No. You, oh, hey, corners. That ba- we proved it la- this year as a Ravens. I'll definitely jump into that. But uh, defensive side, much brighter side on the, yeah. when, it, when you look at the Baltimore Ravens team. Um, points, they were sixth in the league when it came to 18.9 per game total yards was 325 we did allow a solid amount of yards that's 12th in the league passing yards 213.8 which is 10th and rushing surprisingly we allowed 111.2 which is 15th middle of the pack right there yeah but um the numbers were decent course could be better compared to those old ravens teams and those past 15 to 20 years you those you guys, Raven teams were top you, five in each category. You guys have been spoiled. Yeah. Well, when you have 
uh, Hall of Fame Ed Reed, Hall <laughs> of Fame Ray, Ray Lewis, Lewis in the linebacking core, and then a future Hall, <laughs> Hall of Fame, Fame Terrell Suggs, Suggs yeah. at, on the line uh-huh. when it comes to the front four. It's pretty easy to be a very good defense. Yeah, yeah I was I was definitely spoiled for years. But um, some of the likes that I did like, we did answer in the draft last year. We out of out of our seven picks, we did go six of those picks last year were defensive picks. So we we really wanted to focus on that side, especially when you look at our division: Antonio Brown, AJ Green, yeah. Josh Gordon. Now with the Browns, yeah. Big Ben. They have so many offensive weapons. You have to answer those weapons with good defensive players. So we definitely answered that when it came to our secondary. We had twenty-two interceptions, three for touchdowns. Um, Eric Weddle had six interceptions. Should have had at least ten. Oh, he man. dropped so many picks dropped, this year. He dropped two in and the Colts he, game. He had home. a decent year. It's just he. Oh my god, I was going crazy I watching these watching games. I watching that Colts game with you. Me he and my buddy Chuck. Two. You'll definitely, you guys will definitely meet Chuck. He'll be on the uh, Ham and Egger podcast one day. But we would be yelling at the TV saying, "How how do you drop that?" <laughs> but uh, he did still have a good year. First round Marlon Humphrey out of Alabama. Roll tie, baby. Um, he just he he answered the bell when uh, Jimmy Jimmy Smith tore his Achilles. He answered the bell the next week. He had to face Antonio Brown, and he did a pretty good job against him. So Marlon Humphrey, very physical, great size. I I think we're gonna stick with him, and I I love Jimmy Smith to death. But one more year, I I, I could see a ship in him getting with- getting some picks out of him, shipping him away. He's never played one full season, yeah. so that's that's something that we gotta address. Um, another like, of course, I did bring it up earlier. Terrell Suggs. Um, he's 35 years old and still <laughs> doing work. He had 11 sacks, four pass deflects, and four forced fumbles. The guy is—he's just a machine, man. He's unbelievable. He almost had half the amount of sacks yeah. that we had as a team. He's—he's he's amazing. At 35, you said? At at 35 years old, he's going to be 36 this year. He. He just finds a way, and he's the one that comes up with the big play over yeah. and over. He was it's the perfect fill-in uh, for when Ray Lewis left. He's unbelievable. Like, you couldn't have asked for a better stepping stone yeah. after that. he's just unbelievable. And another thing that I liked about our defense is that we actually had three shutouts this year. I think we're the first team to do to have three uh, three shutouts in a year. So, I don't know. It's been, I, I believe it's been years. Again, we do not fact-check, so I have <laughs> no clue what happened. But... They definitely brought it up. We shut out the Bengals week one opener. Um, Packers, of course, it w- wasn't against Rodgers, but it was in Lambeau. Still shut and out. And also Dolphins on uh, Thursday night uh, football. <laughs> That's when Joe Flacco almost got Died. his head taken off. Yeah. But, By but an we, ex-Bill. Yeah, we dominated. And they just... I they. The Ravens know how to score on defense, and that the, that's how we won some games, but you shouldn't rely on your defense scoring. It seems so like you guys relied that, on defense exactly, and kicking. Yeah, that's, that's... Instead of your offense putting It's good. Fans. You win championships that way, but you do need an offense that can move the of ball. Course. Of and course. And that need, if you need a big drive, they could do it. Um, and some of the dislikes that I didn't like um, are rushing defense. I was very surprised this year with our rushing defense. Again, Brandon Williams wasn't the healthiest. We did sign him for a big contract, um, our nose tackle, and he's a big run stopper. He he t- he could take out two two linemen per play. He really clogs those holes for C.J. Mosley to come make the tackle. But our rushing defense uh, did allow 111 rushing yards per game. We, I, 
years. It's been years since we've we've allowed this many rushing yards and this many uh, hundred yard rushers per game. So that's a uh, that's a big thing that we got to address. Also, we yes, Suggs did have eleven sacks, but we do need a better rushing attack. Um, we are getting old when it comes to Terrell Suggs there, but mm-hmm. we do need that hand in the dirt. You're getting after the quarterback every play. We need that pass rusher that could have that could be finesse, that could be strong, that could take away a be, uh, take away games and control games that way. That's a big part, and it will help our secondary better. And um, another thing that was a real big issue that we wouldn't have even worried about week 17 is we couldn't finish games. We got to mm-hmm. finish the games. Um, Steelers lost on uh, Sunday night when we lost 39-38. We were actually up 11 points in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Got um, to close. Yep. Got to close. We got to close that game. Yep. Again, that could be on the offensive side, but we do need a stop as well. That that needs to happen. And then also um, the Bengals, week 17. We did take the lead, and we were up four with 40 seconds left. And fourth and 12. Fourth and 12, yes. Andy Dalton drops back. I mean, the dude threw We missed a the sack, and he... It was a blown coverage. It was something. I don't know what the fuck was going on with our secondary. But blown coverage, wide open, and then we can't make a tackle. And you know what? That's the game. That's what blew my mind the most about that play. Not the blown coverage. The fact that you have three guys around this Couldn't make a tackle. Terrible angles. Terrible angles. Just stop them. Oh, my God. You And that was New Year's Eve. You know how drunk I got that night? It no, was out of control. No, drunk, miserable. I got that night? Miserable. No, drunk, I got that night? That's absolutely miserable. I was, in this, I was in this exact diner celebrating. It's unreal. The last two years, the Ravens have had their heart broken. Two years ago, the immaculate, what was it called? The immaculate uh, extension by Antonio Brown on Christmas Day. That was two years ago. My Christmas was ruined. Year later, fast forward, boom, New Year's Eve. Almost exactly. New Almost Year's exactly, Eve. Yeah. Now my New Year's Eve is ruined because Goddamn of fucking Raven. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Oh my God, man. It's ruined. I, I'm happy for the Buffalo Bills because yeah, baby. you know they're not going far anyway. So it's ha- it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it's nice. Hey. They got their drought. Like their, we, their drought was done. Like, it was great. Bills Mafia slamming through tables. Awesome. Hell yeah. But why the Ravens? That's why I got a little upset. Hey, like we what? said, the best part is now every time the Bills talk about... Them ending in their 17-year playoff drought, your team will be in the picture. I love yeah, it. we're on the wrong side I of it. I love it. I love it. On the wrong side of it. And just a couple injuries. Again, I brought it up. Uh, Brandon Williams, uh, nose tackle. He's a big piece. Jimmy Smith, corner. Jimmy Smith, uh, our corner, he tore his Achilles mm-hmm. week 13. He could not stay healthy. Uh, Kafusi, defensive tackle, another pass rusher that we could get after. Uh, the quarterback and Tim Williams, one of our our third round draft pick, who I think is going to be very uh, very decent talent. He's very athletic, but he missed eight games. So uh, those are a couple issues that we have to work on when it comes to injuries. All right, Phil, I think I got two segments for you here. Uh, three, we'll hit two, two or three. Three, two of them are quick. Three, one of them's real quick. Yeah, two. First one, three, two, one. Hit me on the two. First one is order up. You want to explain what that is for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So order up. You know when you're at a diner, you got to order food, right? Ding, ding. Order yeah. up. Yeah, we need to get a bell. We do. That'd yeah. be sweet. Ding, ding, ding. ding All right, ding. I like that. But uh, yeah, order up. Basically, what order ups are in our eyes is basically just teams when it comes uh, signing players when it comes to franchise tags, um, signing new deals, um, trades, anything like that. We count that as an order up. Mm-hmm. So 
Whenever you hear order up on our podcast, you know what's coming when yeah, it comes it to tag, trade, trade yep. anything like that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you can list them off right there. All right. Talk about them. All right. So I got eight, some old, some very new, actually two within the last 24 hours. Um, really only going to talk about four of them, but I'm going to hit four of them real quick um, that also happened. And I, I also don't have the Alex Smith, Smith trade in here. But I got the Saints just signed uh, within the last 24 hours. Safety, Kurt Coleman from the Panthers to a three-year deal, $18 million. The Rams traded Robert Quinn, D-end, and a six-rounder to Miami. Um, I love Rams, this one. Yeah, this is a good one. I think this is a steal. And the Rams received back a fourth and six-rounder for this year's draft. Uh, I'm probably going to say this guy's name wrong. Ezekiel Ansha? Asana. Yeah, sure. I don't whatever, know. Whatever the fuck that means. Well, he's a freak. He is a freak. Uh, Lions franchise tagged him. Obviously, everyone's probably heard this by now. Um, just a little quick uh, factory fill. Lions haven't used their franchise tag since 2012 on Cliff Avery. Love that. Another, another pass, yeah, yeah, another another pass, pass rusher. rusher. Um, and then, obviously, my team baby, which I love this deal. We signed Vontae Davis. Hopefully, this guy can stay healthy. He's a veteran. And we signed him for the right price. One year, $5 million, three and a half guaranteed. I mean, if like he's that. if he's healthy and he's got Tredavious Way to train behind, maybe we bring back EJ yeah. Gaines, you know, and just let it all go that way. Um, I, I like that. That's what you need. It's you not need a bad corners deal. like that. I, I, I like that. Okay, so before we do want to talk about, and we're gonna hit it quick. We're not getting crazy detail. Number one, which is probably the biggest one so far this off season, quarterback position, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I love this one. Five year, one hundred thirty seven point five million, seventy four point one guaranteed. How unbelievable is that, dude? The dude got paid. I, unbelievable. I, how you feel about it? Hey, I, hey, I like it. I like it. Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, you went seven and zero in your career. Oh, you went. What was it? Oh, three and zero with the Patriots, and then four and zero with the Niners. No, I think it was five and zero with the Niners. Oh, five and okay. So seven and zero. Uh, all right. Yeah, seven and zero. All right. Yeah, we're gonna sign you to one hundred and thirty-eight yeah. million dollars. We're just gonna dollars. give you a buku. You know who's so happy right now? Oh, I oh. know who. Goodness, Kirk Cousins is so excited. He's licking his chops, oh, boy. He's ready. He's ready to sign over one hundred and forty million. Because he goes, any other he team. goes. Oh, they're gonna pay him that much? Guess how much I'm yeah. worth? Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, who only played seven games, got one hundred thirty-eight yeah. million. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm. I have a better resume. I'm gonna sign for one hundred and forty plus. You know what though? Even though the dude's only played seven games and. You know, hasn't proven a lot. I like it. I like it for the 49ers because you're putting trust into a guy. You're showing, hey, man, we yes. trust you. Like, I like, as a, If I was a 49ers fan, I love it because this is going to be our guy for the next five years at least. And we're yeah. putting trust in him. Hey, man, we believe in you. Let's put the pieces around you. Let's go yeah. win some football games. I, I think I think they did decent in the draft last year. I think if they have a good draft this year, I, John Lynch is doing amazing as the GM there. Yeah. He's a young GM. He, he knows what the NFL is looking for now when it comes to winning football games and winning Super Bowls. And Jimmy Garoppolo could be the answer, you know. Hey, you got to take a chance. Yeah, Team's got to take a chance. Why not? Yes, it's a lot of money, but I think it's going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah. I think it's a good one. Let's uh let's stick with the quarterback position. Blake Bortles. Three years, fifty four million with twenty six and a half guarantee. Oh, the boat. I hate this. I hate it. How do you hate it? Nah, I don't know if I hate it. I just worry that what Blake Bortles are you gonna get? I mean, I'm glad the guy got paid, good for him, but are you gonna get the Blake Bortles that rushed more? Had more rushing yards than passing yards against the Buffalo Bills in a wild card game, or are you going to get the Blake Bortles that went to Pittsburgh and put up forty five points? But that's exactly what the Jaguars are saying. Uh, yeah, you don't know exactly what Blake Bortles you're going to get. That's mm-hmm. why we're going to pay you like that. 
So I think it's a I perfect do. answer yes. for the Jaguars. Yes, I think they you got are paying the, him they 56, paid him, 26 million yeah. guaranteed. They paid him a beautiful amount of money. Like they, uh, it's a steal for the Jaguars. Yes, I think it's a win both ways. It, it, it can't really turn to bite him in the ass, but I mean, they owed him. I think it was almost 19 million anyway for this year. And it shows so, they're trusting him. Yeah, shows they're trusting him because they could have easily. Let that uh, let that one more year go, or mm-hmm. try to franchise tag him, or ship him, yeah. or they could have tried to sign Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins, or dra- uh, try to trade up for uh, in the draft to trade uh, to get a quarterback. So I I really think this is this is a good move on both parts. It's not bad. I mean, if the, the dude did go to fucking pit, uh, New England and put up twenty points, and if he wasn't playing the best quarterback probably in NFL history, which I hate to say, yeah. Is he in a? He might be in a Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know how what many? I mean? How many points did they put up on the Steelers? Forty, forty-five. Yeah, forty-four, something like Come that. On. All right, let's stick with offense, Phil. This is a guy that I know you really wanted. Jarvis Landry, franchise tagged. Yes. He's set to make about sixteen point two million next year. Um, however, I did read some things online that he wanted a long-term deal. He wanted like a four-year deal, around fourteen and a half million per season. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I. I think that's a good move by the Dolphins I think because it's a genius move by the Dolphins. Because yes, franchise tag. Yeah, yep. you're gonna have to pay them max for whatever wide receivers do. I think they're gonna get rid of them anyway. But they could dish them exactly. They which, could which, they could dish them to teams who want wide receivers. Which, and Ravens are on that list. The Dolphins did tell him, hey, if you could find a deal, go find a deal. Correct. So they're open to trading him. Yeah, and he doesn't mind this year. All right, franchise tag. All right, I'll get the max at a wide receiver position for yeah, one more year, whatever. and then go sign Fult. But I really think he should deserve. He definitely does deserve a uh, mm-hmm. a contract when it comes to four or five years, whatever the deal is going to be, because he is he first four years in the league. He caught over a hundred <laughs> hundred receptions. He has the most receptions in first four years of any wide receiver. I think he's he's. Stays healthy. One of the he biggest produces. things I think turned the Dolphins off is yards after carry, uh, and that that turns off a lot of teams, That's, which but, is understandable. But hey, if you got a guy that can catch the football, think about him on the Ravens. I was, I was about to say the yards after uh, the yak yards does not that doesn't bother me at all. You need all. a guy that could just catch he's the ball a, for four yards, and it's he's a, first a guy that moves the change. I don't care. He's gonna yeah. keep drives alive. That's all that matters. Yeah. No, Especially I, when you got Tucker, baby. Oh god. <laughs> no, I ju- I think he would be a great fit for the Ravens, but now the Dolphins trying to trade him. There, I think the Ravens won't make that move, especially knowing there's other wide receivers in free agency that they could get for probably cheaper or more of a reasonable price. The Dolphins are going to ask for money and also picks, picks as well. And the Ravens don't—they don't like giving that they, up. They usually don't like giving up picks. Rather, they, if anything, they like collecting yeah. picks and stock uh, stockpiling them. So. I think we're going to stay away from Landry, but it is still an interesting topic for them. You know, it's, I'm, I'm a little upset about them franchising tagging him. I did want to see you guys go after Landry. I also wanted to see you guys go after, um, what is it, Allen Robertson? Allen Robertson, yeah, I would like there's that. Talks that there, there is talks that Jaguars are going to franchise tag him, though. And right? Sammy Watkins is open. Oh. And then also uh, uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy yeah. Graham, I know yeah. he, he's not the tight end that we, that we look particularly for, look for when it comes to tight ends. We like the... Uh, blocking tight ends, the two uh, the two set tight ends that really, when it comes to run blocking and protecting quarterback. But hey, we could throw him out wide and in the slot. Joe Flacco will have a field day with that too. That would be a pretty scary connection. All right, let's go to the other side of the ball for our last one, the Marcus Peters trade. Man, I love this. It's it, it's pretty good for both teams. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just going to, if you guys don't know, Marcus Peters was traded to the Rams with an additional six-round pick of the 2018 draft. Um, the Chiefs received in return um, a 2018 fourth, sixth, and a 2019 second round. I'm pretty sure that's 100% accurate. That's not Again. bad. That's not we bad. <laughs> fact check. No, I mean, I no that's up, pretty good. Whatever that's the first good. website says is what I go with. <laughs> um, no, that's good. That's not bad. I mean, the, for a guy that had 19 interceptions, you know, five forced fumbles, 151 tackles in his first in three years, that's pretty that's good. good for both teams. I will say this, though, about Marcus Peters. That I've seen this past season and the season before. He needs a coach that's going to put him in his place. Andy Reid did do that, but he kind of was a hothead. I mean, look at that Jets game. Yeah, when he threw the flag. Yeah. That was unbelievable. You know what I'm saying, though? That was a good arm, too. Not going to lie. It might be better than Tyrod's. But But I I do like the trade. I think it's a good good move both ways. You got a second rounder. You got picks this trade. I mean, yeah, you gave up what what I say, six rounder, but you're getting one back. Um, And then you have a fourth and second rounder. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, he's good. And I like the head coach at. uh, uh, in Los Angeles with yeah. the Rams, uh, Sean uh, Sean McVay is unbelievable. He's what good. is he? Thirty two years old. Yeah, he's a freaking man. stud yeah. out there. Just calling plays. He's awesome. What? I think he's gonna be. I think. We'll have to I think get, Marcus uh, Peters is gonna fit. Perfect. We'll have to get Nooch on here one day. He's oh, a he's big yeah. Rams fan. I forgot. About we'll have to that. get him on here. Uh, yes, that's it for order up. Like like Phil said, it's basically people getting uh, franchise tag, resigned, traded. So whenever the the league year starts, there's gonna be obviously these trades all go through. Um, once free agency starts, there's going to be a lot more order ups. Uh, next, I have for you, Phil. Phil, you ever been to a diner? Oh, yeah, all the time. They always got We're specials. We're in one right now. They, got, they always got specials, I'm right? I'm drinking a couple beers. They always got specials, yeah, right? They, they got BYOB's diners, too. Well, I got this week's specials for you. Oh, okay. Now, this got? week's specials are basically players that have been released, let go, um, that we think can go somewhere else and still make an impact. Oh, yeah. And I got four names for you. Three oh, you of got- them. Are running backs. Really? I got Jonathan Stewart, Doug Martin, Frank Gore, and Muhammad Wilkerson. What do you think? The one that com- the the best weekly special you're saying? What's it yeah, what's your what's your favorite weekly special? What are you uh, ordering? I'm, I'm I'm trying to help out the Bills here actually. I th- I really think they could they could fit with one of these guys, especially for a backup when it comes to McCoy. When when it comes to those running backs. I I really like the Stewart. Mm-hmm. I think yes. Stewart and Gore, both a little older on the older side. Gore especially. Of course. I I, I think Stewart could be a nice little uh, help to uh, to McCoy when it comes to the short yardage, especially and and the goal line as well. You know what? I, I think you, Stewart will be a nice little fit there. You know what I like? Uh, also, real quick, Frank Gore has had 12, 12, 1,200 scrimmage yards the past ten years. That's not bad. That's really good. Um, He's but, unbelievable. But what I like, I do agree with the Stewart. I don't mind the Frank Gore either, but I'd like to see us get someone in this draft. The I running was back about class to is say. deep. Let him come in, and he's going to get the best of both worlds. Stewart and Gore obviously are not the same type of running back that McCoy is. Exactly. But let him come in and learn from a guy that can put his head down and get you the three yards. Yes. Let him learn from a guy that can shake and bake and get you 50. Yep. So if the Bills do make a move like that, I wouldn't mind it. But we got to bring someone in from the draft. You got to do it. I th- I think running backs, yes, it's a very p- important position, but it's very expendable. You could pick up a running back all the time. You could, when it comes to the draft, you could pick them up mid rounds. You could you could just tell by the last couple of teams, uh, Alvin Kamara. 
uh, Delvin Cook got injured for the Vikings, and boom, they just yeah. picked that right back up with McKinnon. They, yep. It's very easy to replace running backs. I mean, yes, look it's at, an important position, but they're very easy to replace. Hey, week 17, we're playing the Dolphins, right? We're up 19 nothing. I think it is. McCoy goes down. The Dolphins are on a drive at the end of the game to win the football game. Yeah. That just shows how much our offense changes. And, I mean, it, and again, we're, we're talking about Decent running backs that could get the job done. Again, I'm not talking about a Le'Veon Bell, yeah, a, a Ezekiel Elliott. I don't need a guy not, that's going to get me another 800, correct. 900 yards. Correct. I'm not talking about the top-tier running backs. Todd Gurley. These guys are on another stratosphere. Yes. But if you need a guy that could get 800 to 1,000 rushing yards a year or receive 30 to 40 balls out of the backfield and score five to six touchdowns a year, you could definitely find those running backs in the draft or in free agency when yeah. it comes to uh, – cuts or releases or anything like that no doubt no doubt all right so that's this week's specials phil i got one last thing for you before we get out of here we do have other segments that we would touch on but we are only going to start off with three we have about seven to eight different segments but this week i thought we only need to touch on three and phil i got one more for you what we got i don't know if you brought one to the table but i want you to explain what no they're oh What's, oh, what salt and pepper is? Oh, they're What's always the little salt and pepper. They yeah. always have them on the tables. You gotta have yeah, those. Yeah, of course. They're, they come together. It's a nice little combo. It's like a nice duo. Something, yeah, you always gotta have it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whenever you put the salt, you always gotta put the pepper. Easily. You know what I'm saying? They easily. Yeah, date. All right, guys. So this week I brought a salt and pepper to the table. What we got? Um, I know it's a little older and it happened about a week ago, maybe a little over a week ago. But I'm throwing it out to the. We US. don't fact check. We don't fact check. <laughs> I'm throwing it out to the U.S. Men's Olympic Curling Team. Oh! Come on. Whoa! That was amazing. God bless America, baby. Hey, first time we ever won gold in that um, sport, we upset Sweden 10-7. I mean, that one dude with the mustache, unbelievable. Uh, Hamilton? Hamilton, yeah. yeah. Good for them, I think guys. he's a bar. I think he's a bartender. I don't know what he is, but he's a savage. Like in New Hampshire or something. It's he's unbelievable. I actually saw a picture of them holding the gold medals. Yeah, and it was like it looks like a group of dads went on vacation and <laughs> ended up winning a gold medal. Yeah, you can't be happier for those guys. Good uh, for them. But what that's a my salt and pepper. That's my salt and pepper, guys. And uh, Phil, that brings us to the end, man. Our that's first beautiful. podcast is done. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming to the diner. Thank you, guys. Um, Appreciate it. Hope you guys hope, enjoyed hope it. Hope you enjoyed. Maybe we'll see you next week. And uh, that's it for Ham and Eggers talking sports. Take it easy.